it. Shit. All right, welcome back in, everyone. Couch Guy Sports Podcast of CouchGuySports.com, episode 206, 206, no quags again, shocker. Uh, Alan, what's up, man? How are we? Jared, I'm good. I think this show has honestly taken a little bit better direction since quags left. I don't know about you, but the chemistry has been great. The yes. ratings have been great. It's just, it's been great. It's a good time. Alan's in this week, fresh off a doubleheader loss coaching this weekend. So yeah, he, is, he, he is on a sad bender. Um, we're hopeful lift his spirits back up today. Yeah, yeah, we're we're not going to talk about that. that, that Talking was... Mac Jones, one hit in two games. Just sit, leave it at that. Uh, it was a shut inter- up, Jared. It was a fun <laughs> Sunday for Al. But Saturday, you got to go home. That's okay. Saturday, that's right. It was Saturday. That's right. But you got to go home early. Slaughter rules. Slaughter rules a thing at that age. So, but by the way, I hate the town that you live in. It's so just incredibly terrible all around. Why do you hate the town? You know, you've never even been here. Yes, I. I was there the other day. You're not. You were in Manchester. Yeah, I know, isn't it? I don't live I thought, in Manchester. That's where you were. No, how could I live in Manchester and be a half hour away from where you were? I thought it was like the di- other side of Manchester or something. That's why I yeah. d- I didn't know. Okay, all right, Th- that makes sense. Okay, Manchester my sucks. Yeah, I agree with you. Manchester sucks. Oh my goodness, but yes, it does. Okay, uh, don't forget f- follow this wonderful illustrious podcast on iTunes, Spotify. Uh, of course, the Couch Guy Twitch channel, YouTube, all that good stuff. So all the other networks, podcasts, and written content, all that good stuff. Uh, there's not a written article about Al's loss on Saturday, so don't worry about that. Um, maybe goodness. I'll talk about it tonight when he records Legends Lingo, because it is it is a, a baseball theme. It's not a baseball themed podcast, but that's where you got the name, right? From the club you coach at. So hey, maybe we'll maybe they'll sprinkle that in there, give a little detail. Uh, no, we're gonna move on. Me and Zach will push about into the triangle this week if I actually show up. We'll see how I might recover. I mean, today's been a good day. That's why I'm here. You got you got a better chance of that uh, little injury you got going away before you appear on into the triangle, pal. Hey I'm now, hey now, hey now. That, that's legit, not, that's legit, not unfair. That's not unfair. Too, the last few it. weeks, it's been legitimate reasonings. And what have the and what have the other times been? Uh, what Thank you. What are you talking about? Uh, don't even go there. We listen. I'm, I'm, we have the footage. We have the actual episodes. We can go back and take a look. I'm a dedicated host. I don't know what you're talking about. All right, episode <laughs> 206 of Couch That was a quick uh, segue. We are not going to be here long tonight. Not a ton to talk about, honestly. Um, Bill Gates getting a divorce. Didn't get a prenup. Idiot. Now he's going to be in a legal battle with his wife, ex-wife, whatever you want to call her. She's going to get millions. Have fun with that, Bill. Yeah, I mean, she's probably worth something on her own. But probably. Like, now they're going to – worst case, she's going to get 50% of what he has. What were they together for, 27 years? It was a long time. I'm, I don't even know why this is happening. Like, they've been together forever. Um, maybe Bill Gates secretly is gay. He just doesn't come out and tell anybody. I don't know. But go. either way, he's an idiot. Didn't sign a prenup when they got married. So bye-bye to some of his millions. Um, but look, it, this week it's really Patriots and Patriots. There's not and much more, to talk about. And more Patriots. And Oh, and Chris Sale threw a ball off the mound. That's exciting. Yeah, that's that's that's, that's kind of cool. Talk to me the All Star break when he's actually supposed to come back. Mm-hmm. Um, Celtics, we can talk about them if we have time, right? You know, Jason Tatum, stellar performance is heating up just in time for the playoffs. The Bruins, we're not going to talk hockey because we're not a hockey podcast. I think the one time we talked hockey was when Kaylee came on. Um, but the Bruins are good. They clinched the playoffs last night. They're the hottest team in the league. I wouldn't want to play them if I'm any of the top teams. Nope. Um, they, they've been on fire since they acquired Taylor Hall. And the rest of those guys, right? They've been since the trade deadline. They've been on fire. So, you know, legitimate contenders again. So we'll we'll watch it. Intriguing. If we need to talk about them, we will. But 
Patriots this week. There's a thing called the draft, Al. I don't know if you watched it, the NFL draft. I did. We did a stream on it. It was a we lot did. of fun. It was, it was a great, solid Couch Guys stream. Um, good content. Matty B was wrong on almost all of his picks, which was, which was great. Two, two for 32. Just remember two that. 32. Two for 32. That's a, that's a 7% correct percentage. Yeah, it's not good. No. Not good. Um, the best part of my night. Best part of my night. I, I know I initially said I'd be able to hop on, but you guys are doing well, and I, whatever. I was, on, I was in the chat the whole night for the most part. You were. You were. I'll give you credit for that. And the best part of the stream the entire night was when Mac Jones was picked. It was the most beautiful thing. And this is the one point of that where I was like, damn, I kind of wish I had my computer and logged in. Because leading up to that point, we're following the draft. Tre- Trevor Lawrence goes one. Shocker. Took him, like, took him the whole time to pick Trevor Lawrence. Like, what is up with that? What, what? It took him the whole time. And then he said, yeah, Urban Meyer said, we've, we've known since February. Okay, then why did the F did you take 10 minutes to make a pick? Go screw. Zach Wilson goes to no surprise there. And then the number three pick Al, was where everything was like, okay, San Francisco needs to decide what they're going to do. And they didn't go Mac Jones, which everyone thought they were going to do. They loved Mac Jones. They -hmm. take Trey Lance who everyone thought could also fit here, but is more of a project. So Trey Lance goes three, Josh uh, Fields, and you have Mac Jones left as quarterbacks and you go through the list and like no one else really needed a quarterback. Denver didn't take a quarterback. And so you okay? You 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 presumably assume that Josh Fields, Justin Fields, excuse me, Justin Fields and Mac Jones will be will you have an option? You be there at fifteen. I'm screaming at my TV. Bill, trade up and go get Fields. Trade up and go get Fields because out of the two, I'd really rather Fields, right? Between him and Mac Jones. Yes. But that didn't happen. Freaking Chicago Bears come out of nowhere, trade up, grab Fields. He'll sit behind Andy Dalton for a year at least till he's ready. Um. You got Mac Jones at 15. He didn't have to trade up. And the pain and agony that was in Allen's face when he realized that it was going to be Mac Jones, they all pleaded for defense at 15. You guys were begging for defense. You're like, anything but Mac Jones. Someone take Mac Jones. You were hoping the Jets would take Mac Jones when they traded up for the second pick ahead of you. I would like it for the record that I did not say the Jets. That was probably Matty B or Diego. That is one thing that I will defend myself on. But I also do have a statement about Mac Jones. So, but finish your point. The best part of that entire night. And great. The rest of the draft first round was good, right? The whole, the Patriots, the Patriots are a really good draft. And we can get into it a little bit more, but like Patriots mm-hmm. are a really good draft. First time in a while. Yes. Mac Jones. If anything else, the pick was just great for the reactions that I got on that Twitch stream. Everyone else was pissed about it. I'll give Jess Donahue credit. She said, well, it's happening. We got to support it. And I'm like, it's not just happening, guys. You were able to get a, the national champion quarterback, one of the best passer ratings in the history of college football, one of the best seasons in the history of college football. At pick 15, mm-hmm. you didn't have to trade up to get this guy. And look, the smoke screens happened. Fields was supposedly the guy they wanted. I think day one, this was their guy. They wanted Mac Jones. They didn't want to go mobile. Tom Brady 2.0, not true, but like more of that style of offense. Mac Jones is what fits the Patriots offense. This is what they want to do. He's going to come in, be behind Cam for a little bit. But Mac Jones at 15 now is a great pick. I'd like to make a statement at this time. We are recording. You may make your formal statement. After much consideration... After the dejected look on my face on the Couch Guy Sports Twitch stream, go check it out, Couch Guy Sports on Twitch, twitch.tv. Go check it out. Great content on that channel. Fantastic. I was dejected. I was upset. 
But then when I had more time to think about it the following day, I came to the following conclusion. The reason I was so upset about Mac Jones was because I was that hyped up like everybody else was about Justin Fields. Now that the draft is over, the Patriots were not going to get Justin Fields, even if Chicago didn't take him, even Chicago didn't draft, because there was a report at Minnesota who was the pick before the Patriots at 14. Yep. They were going to take Justin Fields. So now that I read that, I'm like, okay, we weren't going to get Justin Fields. But now you think about everything that comes into play with Mac Jones. Like you mentioned, Jared, they didn't have to trade up. They stuck at 15 and they got their guy at 15. That's a win. Mac Jones, I think he was the completion uh, percentage leader throughout the entire country. I think he was like 77% with completion percentage. He fits the ball to tight windows. Check. Yep. Patriots. Check. If Nick Saban, right, and we know this, Bill Belichick and Nick Saban, they're really good friends. They've coached in the NFL before. Jared, do you honestly think that if Nick Saban – if Mac Jones wasn't the guy, do you really think Nick Saban would still hype him up to Bill Belichick just to try to screw him over? No, of course not. No, buddies. Th- right, exactly. So once I sort of brought all that to the table, I'm like, okay, this is a good pick. You know, Cam's going to be the starter week one, which is fine. You know, you, you go in and you hope that he can – He might be the starter the entire season. Which is, which is fine. It's at fine. This, at, at this point, it's fine because – Cam's only on a one-year deal, incentive-heavy deal. I think his base salary is like $1.5 million or something like that. Something crazy. $14 million with all the incentives. But mm-hmm. if you have Mac Jones in here for a year, learning under Cam, learning under Stidham until he gets cut, if you're learning for that year and then you're ready in year two, you can officially say bye-bye to Cam, move on long-term, and Mac Jones is your quarterback for the next 10 years if all works out according to plan. Mac Jones, twenty twenty. College stats, Alabama. 311 completions for four, over 402 attempts. That is a 77% completion percentage. Yards per attempt is 11.2. 41 touchdowns, four interceptions. Last time I checked, that's pretty good. Over, pretty good ten, over 10 to 1 touchdown to interception ratio, Jared? Pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty and people, I hear people on Twitter crying. Oh, but he has such a great receiving core at Alabama that better than the pa- – do you, do you not realize who the Patriots have now? Do you realize they have two of the top seven tight ends in the NFL in Hunter, Hunter Henry, Henry and John Smith? John Smith. I consider Nelson Aguilar a legit receiver and a threat in this league. Uh, Bourne is going to be someone that comes in and really carves out a role with the with Patriots. I think they're going to use Bourne every which way possible. And then, guys, Joey Myers is still on this team. Did we, for, did we forget struggles. about Jacoby Myers? Right. And did we forget about Jacoby Myers who's going to be your number three receiver this year, which is and, great for him. And he's now going to be your slot guy, right? He's going to be yes. the guy that replaces Julian Evans. He's going to get a ton of catches. We know he can catch the ball. Cam loves him, who is your quarterback. So look, guys, the Patriots offense, yes, you don't have Devontae Smith and Waddle and all these guys. Like, but it's pretty accurate. To, he's going to have – he has some weapons. He has one of the best offensive lines in the league to protect him, whether that's this year or next, right, if he doesn't play this year. The, clearly, the Patriots want to have a solid running game. They just drafted LeGarrette Blunt 2.0 to go along with Damian Harris. Guys, this team is built for someone like Mac Jones. Right. That's why it's, it's their guy. There's no coincidence that Belichick only went to the Alabama Pro Day. McDaniels really only went to the Alabama Pro Day. Like, he went to J- Justin Fields' Pro Day. But there's, a coincidence, there's no coincidence there. They went to Mac Jones' Pro Day. They liked him. This roster is built for someone like Mac Jones past this year. Yes. It's it just it. This is clearly who they wanted all along. 
I hear people say in, the, in, in Boston, like Felger and those guys, like on the radio saying, this was no way this was their plan. This is what they got. I'm like, no, if this wasn't their plan, they would have traded up for Justin Fields if they wanted him that badly. Right. They would have tried to get Trey Lance. They didn't, clearly didn't want them. It was either going to be Jimmy Garoppolo or Matt Jones. And when Trey, Trey Lance was drafted at number three, you knew Jimmy Garoppolo is not going anywhere because Jimmy Garoppolo is, is going to play this year. Like, they're not going to start Trey Lance. He barely played. He, he played, what, one game because of COVID? Like, they yep. had one, I think they had a one-game season. He's not ready to play in the NFL. He needs a year. I think Mac Jones needs a year, and he just won a national title. Like, but the quarterback position, I'm all for a sit year, by the way. Yes. We don't talk about this enough. Patrick Mahomes sat for a year. Did Aaron Rodgers sit for two years or one behind Brett Favre? I think he sat at least two. He, he it was, sat it was a while. while. Brady sat a year. It was a full year for Bledsoe before he got – the next year he got hurt. So yep. – the, the, all these guys don't have to start day one. And I, especially with the Patriots offense, like Cam's proof of this. We talk about this all the time. Cam didn't get a head start with the offense and he was behind because he came in so late. Why not give Mac Jones a year to sit behind Cam, learn it like the back of his head, be there in a pinch, get the reps in practice. And if you absolutely need him, he can come in. Like if Cam sucks and the team's go, go spiraling down, play the kid, play Mac yes. Jones. But if Cam's playing well, and he's incentivized to play well. We know this, right? We've looked at the contract on this show. Mm-hmm. If he plays well, you win this year. You're winning, right? You're a playoff. I think you're a playoff team with Cam, right? Your team's, good, your, your team's good enough as long as Cam shows up. You win with Cam now, and you have the plan for the future. Patriots came out of this draft, like, locked and loaded for the next 10 years. And, and by the way, the crazy part, and you might call me exceptionally crazy for this, Jared, the roster can actually get better. Oh, 100%. You can get – there's a wide receiver that you can go get. And I have a specific name in mind, and the deal would work. Do you know who that oh, please, is? Please give me the name. Odell Beckham Jr. Mm, you can't, I knew you, that's where you were going. I well, knew that's well, where you were well, going. But, but hold on. It makes sense. Because think about it. Cleveland's one position on defense they really need to upgrade is the cornerback position. You have two corners and J.C. Jackson, who you just signed to a second-year tender. And you also have Stephon Gilmore, who's in the last year of his deal. OBJ loves playing with Cam. You're telling me that OBJ wouldn't want to come to New England, be the number one receiver, and then you can either get rid of – I'm not saying get rid of, but you can either trade away Jackson or Gilmore along with maybe like a second or third rounder to go get OBJ? Yeah. Look, I'd be obviously pleased with it. I was hoping they'd draft a receiver, and they did. Trey Nixon, whatever his name is. Yeah. Um, Ernie, Ernie Adams retiring, RIP. Great Ernie Adams. Um, I was hoping they'd pick a receiver sooner. They had options. They didn't, they didn't really fall in their way to pick a receiver on the board. But I, I think the quarterback was more important. Um, I think the only way you're getting OBJ is if the Browns suck for some reason. Like, I think OBJ is going to come off this injury. He's going to be in Cleveland. Baker wants him there, right? So I think at the end of the day, I would love OBJ here. But I just don't know how you swing it unless the Browns suck. Now, that being said, I would love the Patriots to trade for somebody receiver-wise at the deadline. It won't happen. Granted, I didn't think any of this crap would happen with Belichick. And look what he's done this offseason. He went from a 7-9 to team with nothing. And again, I, they won seven games because of Bill. Mm-hmm. To probably now a 12-13 win team with what they have. I, I don't know about 12 or 13. I think Remember, remember you have an extra game. You, you do, but I think you go 10 and 7 or 11 and 6 next year. I, I think 11 I would and take, 6. Would you, would, wouldn't you take 11 and 6? 11, of course I'd take 11 and 6. Is I Cam think, is your quarterback? Because I, I think the, the over under for the Patriots win total next year is nine. 
I would take the over in a second on that. Oh yeah, they're not going to win that nine games. Can't you, this the, just another year of Cam learning is better for, is good for two wins. Like you think about the close games they had last year when they won seven. Like Cam not getting COVID and having a full off season makes them two two wins better, right? Just by default. Um, then you add all these weapons, and then defensively you get guys back and add weapons. Like they just drafted some defensive studs too. So like they're much better than nine wins, nine and a half wins. Like they're going to get the double digits, especially with the extra game. And and, um, and they could have won nine games last year if it's not for two late game, you know, mishaps that you have against Seattle and Buffalo. For you're sure. realistically looking at nine and seven. And obviously you could say on the flip side too, if you don't beat Arizona and you don't beat Baltimore, then you're five and 11 and then you move up in the draft and who knows, maybe Mac Jones isn't the target, but honestly, looking back on it now, I kind of agree with, not kind of, I fully agree with you. Mac Jones was their guy. That's who they wanted. And you know what? I'm excited to see what the kid can do, but for all the Patriots fans, and this is us included because Jared, I think you can agree that you and I wanted Jimmy Garoppolo in here. Mm-hmm. starting quarterback for the Patriots. I mean, I still wouldn't hate it. If you could swing uh, it and not have Cam be here. I, I, I wouldn't either, but I think at this point, we need to start accepting the fact that Cam Newton's going to be the starting quarterback in 2021 for the Patriots. Yep. And you just hope that he shows the, an entire season of the three-game window he had against Miami, Seattle, and the Raiders pre-COVID. to start yeah. the year. Pre-COVID. pre-COVID Cam. Yeah, pre-COVID Cam. That's what you're hoping for. Pre-COVID yes. Cam with some better education, a full offseason – He's already been not working out. Look, I wouldn't be shocked if there's three quarterbacks on this roster. Like, I still, for some reason, think they value Stidham in a way. I think there's been reports out that they, they've seen what he's done this offseason. Um, I would not be shocked if Jared Stidham's on the roster. Like, full-blown. Uh, I, I think that's something that is pretty much a given at this point. Um, I, I, I only think they cut him if he's really bad in the game. Um, and I don't think he's really bad. He's built those reputations. So, look, this Patriots team, it's Cam Newton. I think by, by default, it, Jarek Siddham might be your backup if he's on the team, by default, right, because of the fact that he's been here. But at the end of the day, if Cam sucks, I want, I want Mac Jones in these games. Like, that's it. You draft him, Mac Jones, he's your guy. If he's your guy, legit, I'm, he's my next jersey in waiting. Like, as long as I know he's going to be here, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, it's a Mac Jones. He's the guy. He's the next guy. He's going to wear number 10. Jimmy Garoppolo is not coming back here. He's going to be in San Francisco this year. I wouldn't be surprised if down the road maybe the Saints trade for him um, or someone like that. But you, you're not getting Jimmy G back. That's, it, was, it would have happened before the draft. Do you want to hear something crazy that I'm looking at right now? What? According to Mike Clay of, e, of um, ESPN, who's an NFL analyst for ESPN, the Patriots' schedule for next year, as far as in terms of difficulty, you want to know where they had the Patriots ranked? ranked? I can't even talk tonight. Like ease of schedule? Yes. Where? Sixth easiest schedule really? in the NFL. Yes. Really? Yeah, I don't I mean, understand. Them, okay, I mean, I'll take it. Last year, they, they had a shitty schedule last year. They, they did. They I'll, had put that, I'll put that in the win total, too. Last year, they went 7-9 to nine with, I think it was actually the hardest schedule on paper. It was because they played the NFC West and the AFC West last year, which are yeah. two good divisions. This year, I mean, the NFC South, you have the Saints Brady. without Drew Brees. You're playing Brady, yeah, that's it. Right, you have Tom Brady, and then you have the Falcons, who are dumpster fire, and you have and the you Panthers, have who, and the Panthers, who – I think they're going to be on the up and coming, but I still don't think they're going to be the like Sam Donald year one in a new system. Like it's not going to be. You have uh, right. And then you have Tennessee and Indy who are going to be tough. Jacksonville who, yes, they have Trevor Lawrence now, but they're still not going to be that good in year one. And then you have, who's the other team I'm thinking of in the South Houston. Houston's like, they've made all these. Tyrod Taylor is going to be their quarterback this year because Sean's not going to play. 
Exactly. They're, they're going to be terrible as well. And then your other games that aren't in division are Cleveland, Dallas, and then there's one other team that I'm trying to see here. Uh, the Chargers. And the Chargers special teams is absolute poopy. It's just brutal. Brutal. Yeah, and, like, I like the Chargers. I like what they're doing. They're a good team. You love Herbert. But, like, they're not, how many games did they win last year? Three? They won, yeah, something like that. Like, fix, that, oh. fix those special teams, please. Like, if the Patriots Seriously. are running all over you – in the in the punt return game, the kick return game, like you, you got some problems. Plain and simple. Hundred percent. Um, the Patriots don't have that difficult of a schedule, in my opinion. Like the, that one division is is Tom Brady. That's it. You should beat the other teams because Jameis Winston's going to throw like six thousand interceptions this year, um, and because he's probably going to earn the job and then and then lose games for them. That team is talented too. It's a shame they don't try to trade Baron Rodgers and like push it because they should. Um, look. This year is going to be all about winning. Bill wants to win. He's got Brady coming into town this year. Brady's uh-huh. coming back for the full stadium is what we're being told. It's going to be nuts. And if you hear my dog, he's an idiot. No, don't call your dog an idiot. I'm sure your dog is a nice pup. Wood pet, he, 10 out of 10. He, he, I mean, he, wood pet, yeah, he's a cute pit bull. But my wife left to go for a walk with baby girl, and so he can't be left alone without supervision. So uh, without, without cleaning the house first, and we aren't doing that. So um, he likes to jump on the counters. He's one of those dogs. He just likes to explore and get bored. Um, so if we leave like stuff on the counter, he'd grab it and just pull it down. It's just not worth it. So if you hear any whining, you're hearing my pit bull. Noted. Noted. Um, there he is. Right on cue, Mace. Nice, nice, nice job. <laughs> right on cue. Um, the interesting part of the Patriots draft, I, I think this is one of the better Patriots drafts in a very long time. Um, you traded up for Christian Barmore, who is a stud, right? The biggest thing I've heard is that he apparently had to like get dragged to class and couldn't do the off field stuff. So I'm intrigued by that one, like making practices on time. Are we, are we going to see like another Sonny, Sonny, was Sonny Gray? What was his name? The, what, um, what name are you talking? Jonas Gray? Jonas Gray. Um, yeah, Jonas when he didn't Gray, show up yeah. for practice, like that wouldn't shock me. Right. So look, I don't know what's happening, uh, but they traded up for him. So I'm accepting of that. The one that gets me is the, I'm going to like throw my dog out the window. Upset. Just kidding. <laughs> no, I'm not. I love him actually, but uh, Ramondre Stevenson is the running back they grabbed from Oklahoma. Yep. This kid's going to play. He, he's similar to LeGarrette Blount. That's what he's going to be. He's yep. going to be blunt force trauma. That's what he's going to be. Which is great. I'm all for that. They don't really have a first round back. Like, I think Damian Harris is the lead guy. Like I do. But like having him at the goal line is going to be great. You have James White coming back to be the pass catching back. Like there's no, it's a win-win for them to draft another running back. Mace, what do you think about that? Mace, what, what do you think about the draft picks, Mud? He's ridiculous. He hates – so backstory of why this is actually happening. Um, he hates when my wife, Laura, goes, leaves him at all. And so he, he hates being confined. That is really what happens. So this is what happens when that happens. So is what it is. Well, episode 206, the Mace episode. The Mason is an annoying episode. Um, but, hey, you know what? You know what Mason's brought to you by in this show? Is Mason in this show brought to you by the same first letter that begins in his name? Manscaped? Yes. Yes, Manscaped. Al, the flowers are blooming. The grass is growing, and it's time to chop the weeds. Thanks to our sponsor, Manscaped, you can trim your hole safely and efficiently. I'm talking about the ball trimmers. Manscaped, the global leaders in men's below-the-waist grooming, have an exclusive offer, exclusive offer for our audience. Use code COUCHGUY20 to get 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com. Join the other 2 million men who trust Manscaped. They are here to make sure you are trimmed and smelling nice. After all, guys, it's time for some spring cleaning. Spring is sprung, and Manscaped has the best tools to get you ready. I use them all the time. Uh, it keeps my area down there clean. 
not going to lie. I've used it more, especially with the surgery to clean up the area that's, that's being an issue. So it's great. I double dip in there for multiple reasons, but um, it's very convenient on the charger. Mason loves it too. He's, he's much appreciative of Manscaped. Uh, they are the global leaders in men's below the waist grooming and have forever changed the grooming game with their amazing products. They're here to help with your above the waist tools too. Have you heard of their Weed Whacker? This nose and ear trimmer provides proprietary skin-safe technology which helps prevent nicks, snags, and tugs into these delicate holes. No more gross nose hairs flying in the wind. Premium Manscaped Weed Whacker. Guys, use the 9,000 RPM motor-powered 360-degree rotary dual-blade system. Manscaped is making whacking your weeds a time to look forward to delivering maximum confidence while providing hygiene. Speaking of incredible hygiene, Manscaped has formulations to keep you fresh and ready for everything that comes your way all day. The Crop Preserver, brought to you by Mason, is an anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer. It's starting to get hot outside, guys, and this is crucial to your balls. Stop sticking to your leg. That's legit the absolute worst. You want to smell fresh, complete your grooming game this spring with a new refined cologne signature sent by Manscaped. This stuff is legit and will have you smelling like royalty. The cologne is light, approachable, and gentlemanly in all the right ways. You'll be the talk of the next quarantine hang. Thank God. Hopefully that's over soon. Smell good. Feel good this spring. Get 20% off free shipping with the code couchguy20 at manscaped.com. Do yourself a favor and always use the right tools for the job. 20% off and free shipping with the code couchguy20 at manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping with the code couchguy20 at manscaped.com. It's spring cleaning, baby. Your balls will thank you. Listen, Mace needs some Manscaped products now. Go take care of that. Go get him some Manscaped. He's got to chill. He's got to chill. He'll chill with Manscaped because you're making sure that he's all taken care of. He's going to chill when we end the show and I let him out. because he, he, thinks, he thinks my wife's on the other side of that door and just is banning him here. That's what's happening Oh, right does, does he have a surprise that's not waiting for him? By the way, a surprise, though, we do have a little bit of breaking news that we can add. Oh, let's do it. Mason will get involved. Uh, according to Mike Garofalo, the Bears are signing wide receiver Demir Bird to a one-year deal, source says, coming off a career-high year with the Patriots with 47 catches and 604 yards. So Demir Bird out of New England. I think we knew that was coming. Yeah, we kind of figured. But now we know that it's going to be Jacoby Myers, Nelson Aguilar, Kendrick Bourne, Nikhil Harry, Gunnar Olszewski, unless a trade comes, which I don't know. I still think a trade's coming for a receiver at some point, don't you? I mean, maybe during camp. I wouldn't be surprised if either camp, a, tra- a camp trade or probably someone I, – I could see Bill slabbing someone that gets cut off a team in camp. Um, with cap numbers being down, someone's going to lose a job that should probably shouldn't. Um, and I think that's where Bill's going to pound. I, he's not adding a number one receiver. Like, he's not doing it. Like, Al Galore is their number one receiver, which is gross. But in the grand scheme of things, again, you have two tight ends who are number one tight ends on both teams. So, like, he, he's taking he, – Bill Belichick is clearly prioritizing power football, run ball first with Cam and, and Damian Harris – and have two tight ends. He wants to run two tight end sets so badly, he just grabbed two of the best tight ends in the game and put them on the same team. Like, he's clearly going to use that as the primary option. Hunter Henry is going to be their primary option outside of Aguilar. Like, that's just what's going to be. Um, and I'm excited for it. I'm all for it. Two tight ends clearly works, and Bill knows how to do it. So that's where I'm at. Yeah, totally fair. Let's wrap it up there. There's nothing else to talk about. And Mason's being a little shithead, so uh, <laughs> I'll let him out. But, hey, Couch Guy Sports episode 206 brought to you by Mason, my pupper. Uh, of course, our friends at Manscaped. Um, Patriots draft, one of the best in a while. Intrigued to see how it goes. Celtics, Bruins, they're all going in the right direction. Our Red Sox still in first place playing the Detroit Tigers. They better sweep the Tigers, man. Woo. If they don't at least win two out of three, that's brutal. But, yes, they should sweep. I agree. CouchGuysports.com, the Twitch channel, the YouTube channel, all the other podcasts and written content. Let's keep it going. We just reached our biggest month ever. It was 50,000 views, right? Over 50,000, um, yeah. So, so that, that's our biggest month ever. We're going in the right direction. Keep it tuned. Keep it excited. Um, big stuff coming this year for the rest of the year and then to next year. So 
Appreciate it, Al. We'll talk to you uh, next week. Oh, wait. Shit.